Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking codswallop. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster and you're listening to a podcast. Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. What a load of codswallop. So who are you guys? Who, who am I talking to? <laughs> yeah, who are, you, who are you again? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Why, why are you on my telephone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am the girl with one eye, because I have a hat over the other eye. I'm a bit like the girl with the dragon tattoo, but I'm the girl with the hat on her eye. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your lead uh, p- profile picture on Bumble? No, no it isn't. <laughs> Although I'm thinking of coming off that, I'm having to do too much hard work. I can't be asked. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just thinking if I go back on to Plenty of Fish, at least that way, you know, it's a bit of back and forth, like guys can approach you first and stuff like that. It just, it's doing my head and that I'm like, oh God, I've got to send a first message. Oh God. <sighs> I'm sure cheeky little poem. Uh, yeah, I've sent it to a couple of them and nobody's really sort of like come back and gone, wow, that's awesome. And I'm like, oh. Hi, my name's Dave. Yeah. I'm into Game of Thrones. It's not a bad thing, though. Game of Thrones is pretty cool. Maybe you're challenging them too much intellectually. Um, I don't think so. I don't think any of the... Well, I mean, they don't look thick. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> uh, what about a hey, hun? How's your day been? And then just put like some misspelling shortened words. Yeah, there is a couple. There's a couple of people that have put really bad spelling on on their messages, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> and I'm dyslexic, so you know I shouldn't be judging people on spelling. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, spell check. <laughs> Do you see that in men's profile? Because I used to see that in women's profile. And it used to wind me the hell up. You know, if you can't spell or use grammar, then you know, swipe. And I'm like. I know how to use it. I just choose not dyslexic. To. I'm dyslexic enough mm. not to remember to use it. Yeah, I get really confused over which two to use, mm. as in T O or T double O. Yeah, you know, or some- T double O, as you did in your first post. T W O. Just to say, don't be afraid. This is talking cultural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm going to be afraid. You're not just wandering in some random conversation. Or have yeah. you? <laughs> Jim, you know that Instagram post that I put for, for the band's announcement? Yeah. I had to go back and edit that four times after we spoke. Even after you posted it, when you posted it to um, Twitter, I read it again. It's like, oh, I put the wrong your in there. And it's worlds <laughs> instead of world. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I had to go in and change it to word, not world. <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> I'm we'll so spread sorry. the world. <laughs> hey, you speak for yourself. <laughs> so 
as as James, uh, this is kind of the normal shit that we talk about off mic. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, we live. This is the tame version of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this has been the episode of Talking Codswallop this week. <laughs> I've been Gemma. <laughs> no. Um. Right. So welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. You never know what you're going to expect from this podcast. So I am Gemma. Hello, darlings. I'm James. <laughs> oh, darlings. <laughs> and I'm Andy. <laughs> Our lovable grump. Yeah. yeah. Andy. Andy's the ER of the group. <laughs> he is. You are a bit like ER. Yeah. <laughs> James, which one would you be and which one would I be? You're Tigger, Gemma. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, you are Tigger. Yes. Because <laughs> you're happy and full of energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know who would I be. Who would I be, actually? Probably Piglet, I imagine. No. No? Well, you're going to put me in an oven? That's rather hard. Well, Piglet's thick as shit, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, that's that's not what I meant I, by that at all. I would say then. James is a lither version of uh, Winnie. Cool. I'll take that. Yeah. I like, yeah. And I quite like Honey, so, yeah. you know, it's all good. Or Owl, maybe, because he's quite wise. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. I'll take both of them. That's okay. good stuff. Okay. Nobody nobody wants to be, um, what's the boy's name? Christopher Robin? Yeah, Christopher Robin, nah. <laughs> a child with slight... No, the, the, I've, I've had to wear those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair... Shorts and socks with sandals. And to Ouch. be fair, he may have extreme mental health problems if he thinks these animals are talking to him. So no, I do not want to be Yeah. Especially as most of them are soft toys, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right for being bullied at school. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He probably just sat sat hugging himself in his straight jacket, <laughs> going, "Yes, Pooh, yes, 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 I love Pooh, yeah. I love Pooh." And, and the bear sliding the thing open, looking and going, "He's doing it again." <laughs> oh, the poor bastard! <laughs> and he took the game of Pooh sticks quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's on dirty protest, right? <laughs> Strap him in a let him some electro shock treatment. <laughs> 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 Obviously, we're starting the show a little bit different this week. Have you guys got any codswallop this week to bring it all down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to drag it a couple of levels down. Yeah. Uh, still waiting on my car seat. <laughs> Just really oh getting on my nerves. Yeah. How have you not got that? You know, how have they not got that sorted for you yet? Well, they've got it. It's been made, so it's on a back order. So the problem is it's not like it's a simple thing that they can just, you know, say, bring us this order as it's done. They've got to actually make it. So Anyway, I've got a curtsy car, so I know it's been months of this chaos, but yeah. I've got a curtsy car. It, it is what it is. So, what is it, a Fiat 500 or something like that? Yeah, it's <laughs> really? a smart car. Yeah, a smart no, car, yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I, having driven a smart car, I prefer that not to happen again. Uh, it's, I was talking to Andy about this last time. It's a Toyota, Toyota Avensis. So ah, it's not too bad, but neither is it brilliant. But it's still a manly car. Well, it's a taxi driver's car, but yeah, I guess it's manly-ish. Oh, I won't say it's that manly, but it's comfortable. It's it's comfortable enough. I'm not like a girl in a cage in it. Yeah. So. Well, you could stick an Uber label on label on the side <laughs> and just make some money out of yourself. Uh, make some money out That's of yourself. True. Not well, yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm, wait, I'm selling the can and prostitute myself at the same time. This is a good money spinner. It's 2019, James. You can do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah. to be fair, I thought I was supposed to be whoring and the elves. So. That's it. It's your choice if you want to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and if you pimp yourself out, you get to keep the commission. That's true. Yeah. That's true. There is that. Whereas, Andy, you'll have to give all the commission to me. So, you know, yeah. life is hard. And I'm slightly used at the moment. <laughs> One out from all the decorating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> God, I was going to say, God knows what people think listening to this. She's <laughs> not the one you pay to your pet, play to like your parents or like, you know, elderly relatives. I always imagine this gets played on a school run on a Monday morning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it does. Um, after only talking for five minutes, oh, I mean, it's technically eight <laughs> minutes, but still, we started within the last five minutes anyway. We spoke about Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. and uh, which characters we are from Winnie the Pooh, and then we went to prostitution. So- <laughs> But we also have snuck mental health problems in there as well. Yeah. So welcome to the Talking Cod Toilet podcast. So the lesson, what I'm taking away from that, what I'm taking away from that is Christopher Robin was a delusional yeah. pimp and he was pimping out his cuddly toys is what I've taken from James yep. today. And and Eeyore was definitely into some kinky shit with his tail. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah. He liked some pain. Yeah. That's why, he, that's why he was always walking around so gullum and... Because he was, um, or glum, shall I say, not gullum. <laughs> um, had a bit of a duck walk yeah, as well. Yeah, because he always had a pin up his bum. Hey, you can do what you like these days. Yeah, exactly. 2019. Mind you, I've always wanted to save up for the vibrating tail, but you know, you don't pay enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you want money for this? Because so would I. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like. <laughs> We need some of that audible money. Well, you never know. After last week's episode, if our listeners did what we asked, we, uh, you know, might be sponsored by Audible. But if they didn't do what we asked, which was James, because I don't know if you listened to the episode yet, but you probably have because you're a loyal listener, aren't you? Absolutely. I am so loyal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When there's not an episode, I actually ache physically for it. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any socks left? <laughs> yeah, so we asked our listeners to boycott Audible and make them sponsor us. To make some sweet quad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can have the first weeks. I'll have the second weeks. <laughs> no, why am I doing it that way? <laughs> Hold on. I'm having it first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm... to you. I just signed out that conversation. I'm just signed back in an appropriately bad point. What are you going to be sharing? <laughs> the zero, zero, one pence. Of the money. Ah. And then I, and then I realized that I was saying to James, he could have the first weeks. And I was like, hold on a minute. Why am I not having it? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say as much as I would happily take the first week, I was slightly lost as to uh... generosity through and through. <laughs> this is how I am. I'm always thinking about others. I'm putting others' needs before my own. Just too generous. I know. To a fault. Too generous. Generous. Yeah. Joe, very good. Generous, yes. Oh, oh, Andy, thank you. <laughs> well, the, the readers, the, the, the readers, readers? Uh, the, 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 the listeners should know you do all of the hard work behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, she does. Together. Yeah. Need my water noises. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that you know, I'm renting the space out as a CIA black site. You know, so <laughs> I can't help if the bit of waterboarding comes through. But, you know, I've had a word. Okay. So. Yeah, because really, to be honest, the first time I heard it, I thought you had like a plumbing issue or something, not not with yourself. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you were peeing everywhere. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> I'm not that age now where it just leaks out of me. 
Are you sure it's not you, you won't move from your seat so you've got a bot? Yeah. <laughs> just a constant streak. <laughs> just constantly coming. No, what I meant was an actual plumbing issue. So, like, I thought that your um, your tap was dripping. Again, not a euphemism. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so what I've got is uh, for the cats, I've got a water fountain, which I've left plugged in. Yes. Not thinking it'll be picked up. But it was. And it, because of the power of editing listeners, I took it out for you, you know. I also fixed the audio from last week's episode because uh, Andy turned into a robot again. <laughs> again? Yeah. Robot Andy. Yep. Yeah. And you didn't even notice, James. I know. That's how amazing. Amazing. That, that, that That is the power of Gemma. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can stuff and get rid of your, cap, your stupid Captain Marvel. We'll run with Gemma. <laughs> We don't need no Brie Larson in a weird glowing powers. No, exactly. So let the record show, Jem, you can have my point zero 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 one p Aw. Oh, what, every week? No, just for that first week. Oh, okay. I mean, come on. Okay. Let's, go, let's not go mad. <laughs> yeah. And he needs his biscuits. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the cats have got to eat. <laughs> so have I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. We're going off onto a weird time, a weird place again, which, you know, often is good. But Andy, mm. have you got any cards wallop this week? <laughs> oh, the, those eco, those eco warriors are still pissing me off. Want <laughs> in London? Yeah. It's only yeah. impacting me because I'm sat here in my house and not that I'm in London mm. directly impacted, but yeah. Uh, Take, what, what's going on? I know what you're on about here. Yeah, I, I don't hate to watch s- the news right I now. hate to say I share similar sentiments. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... Do you want to explain what it is, though? Because, like, the listeners no. might not know as well as me. They can damn well Google it. No. <laughs> the whole they point is to- have them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. you, you know, basically, I think most people with a brain know that as societies, we are killing the planet one way or the under, another. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, so these these guys, and in the UK, I don't know what it's like in the rest of the countries where it's happening, but in the UK, it, what you're seeing in the media is the middle classes with their fucking knickers in a twist, <laughs> um, demanding that the governments take action by 2025, so for the UK at least, for us to be carbon neutral. So in six years' time. Yeah, so in yeah. six years' time, all of those old cars are off the road. All of those old vehicles are off the road. We are using renewable energy. So we're not on coal, we're not on gas. You know, we are all using renewable energy. And it's like, yeah, we can barely get our potholes fixed. How are you expecting the government to fund that kind of infrastructure? We can barely leave the EU. Yeah, you know, you've got to have a bit of patience. So just chill the fuck out and work with us. So work with society don't be causing civil un- unrest, civil disobedience mm. to try and get a government and a corporation to change their habits. No, use society for us as voters and us as consumers to drive that change. The problem you also have is oh, they're asking... I just realised I'm on a horse. How did I get up so high? <laughs> well, they're asking for an unrealistic time frame as well. They were discussing yeah. this saying, the time frame they've asked for, because... They're asking for complete carbon neutrality. So it's not like you're saying just get rid of certain cars. Uh, well, it's like get rid of all cars, get rid of all sort of things that would leave yeah. a carbon footprint, get rid of, uh, you know, 
Airplanes, everything of that nature. You can fly once every four years, is the yeah. sort of thing they're saying. Well, I think they were saying that the only way they, they could potentially see any sort of possible feasibility of even starting this to work properly would be something like 2050. So they're asking for a time frame that's, that's um, just... Well, it's it's not feasible. Even people who are supporting the idea have said that it's something that, you know, they can't do in this sort of time frame. But what I also personally find amusing is the fact that you have people like Emma Thompson who, you know, have gone on and said they want to support the protesters and they're against all the uh, the pollution caused by uh, travel and they, they fly in from L.A. Yeah. She steps off her own personal Learjet. Yeah. Yeah, and her response is, well, I've planted some trees. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, but... The, and I'm going to get pillared, pillared for this, I know, but... No, you won't creating, carry on. Well, I stick with what Andy said on this, that yeah. basically what they're doing is creating chaos within the... Uh, within London, um, I don't see how what they're asking for just cannot be done. The time frame they're asking for, they're taking up police, um, you know, the police are to arrest people, and surely you know, the police could be doing far more, uh, you know, useful things than that, and actually dealing with, say, violent crime, knife crimes, a yeah. really big issue. Yeah. It could be addressing that rather than picking up a lot of protesters who seem to think it's a great idea to barricade a street which then leads to some poor sod who's trying to leave work to do a journey that would take you maybe half an hour, taking nearly three to four hours longer for him to get home or to, uh, to get to work. And it's just, it, uh, it doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> you've set me off now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a ball like commuting to London at the best of times. And when you've got yeah. protesters deliberately holding you up and you're doing your best by taking public transport because that is... You know, from a carbon footprint perspective, you're sharing the love with your fellow commuters rather than just being sat in your own car. Mm. Yeah, you know, for people like you and I, Jim, we've got no choice. I mean, yes, we could car share, but I'm an antisocial moody fucker, so yeah, <laughs> no, no one I is getting into am that in the car morning. pre nine. You know, I, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Yeah, you know, but you know, it's, but I can't. I don't have the luxury of jumping onto a train and onto a bus because that's a four hour journey, which is like double what I would do in a car so you know you, you've, you've inhibited these poor people getting in to do a job you know what are you proving yeah, yeah sorry exa- it, it no, winds me up and you can probably fine. tell yeah because i've got friends in london so i always sort of think about them when there's anything like this going on because i know they're typical i mean most londoners are typical londoners but you know the fact that you know if they miss the tube and uh you know, they've got to wait one minute. They're losing their mind about the fact that they've got to wait without one minute, you know. Mm. Whereas I'm sort of sat there, you know, I'm sat there going, what are you, wait- what are you worrying about? It's only one yeah. minute. <laughs> but, the, but to them, every minute counts, you know, because it might be, might mean that you have to wait another six it's a minutes. Effect. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, to me as a tourist, I'm, I'm not bothered by that, but yeah, I've seen. I've seen my friend, especially my friend Haley, sort of kind of go, my God, we need to get mm. there. <laughs> and it, it kills me every time. So, yeah, so the, to go back to the processes, and I'll just wrap that one up. Yeah. It's, so I'm not, I think like James, I totally agree with what their ultimate goal is. It's just, A, the path that they want to take and the timescales they want to take it in. Yeah, it's down to us as individuals to make changes in our lives, which has a cumulative effect. 
and that's not enough on its own. The governments and corporations have to do their bit. Mm. But they ain't going to do much until the majority of the people are demanding the changes made and that they can see that that change is wanted to be made. Yeah, and I don't see how they can do it in the time cell they're asking for. Mm. And it ties in, the other thing it ties into that's interesting is one of the people who seems as a person sort of really pushing this, if you remember a while ago, there were all those children who decided they'd take a day off school to go against climate change. I personally didn't agree with that at the time, but that's just me, my own view. Um, but again, you've got the, the six-year-old girl who's been in Parliament, she's been talking, you know, our Parliament, she's from Norway. So again, she's come all the way from Norway to discuss climate change. She could have Skyped in. She might have swam. <laughs> well, I think part of her argument was she went like a train journey for a large portion, but again, you're creating pollution. And yeah. I can't get my head round that, well, the whole thing doesn't sit great with me. It really grinds my gears, but the time frame and the way they're doing it, I get they're trying to make a point, but there are surely better ways of doing it. And the time frame, as you, as both Andy and I have said, it's just, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. And the thing but is, it goes, it goes to what, you know, the, again, the thought, the thinking behind the people is so militant so now that they don't Jesus, think long yeah. term. Mm. So, you know, to go back to, you know, the Norwegian schoolgirl, it would have been quite easy to get a solar power generator and a low energy big screen TV connect that up to a Wi-Fi, and then have her Skype in and address the crowds. That would have been a better demonstration of how, as a society, we can live within a a zero-carbon footprint. And they absolutely missed a trick, because you've got to show people, you've got to lead by example, Mm. and supergluing yourself to a fucking tram and a tube is not a way of leading by example. But I can tell you what what will happen is they they will... I'm convinced, and with her, I bet it'll happen. They'll lose sight of the goal, and it'll become about more than just climate. They'll, I promise you, an element of mm. celebrity will kick in. Yeah. well, I'm convinced of it. What I was going to say as well is that all the changes can be made, but until you get countries like China or Las Vegas, um, and a Las Vegas isn't a country, I'm not stupid, obviously. But, you know, it, once you get all those places to sort of turn their lights off and turn, yeah. you know, all yeah. of that kind of thing off. But also, what about the cows? Because they create a lot of uh, pollution. And that's a big drive towards veganism, because you yeah. don't need mm. the livestock. Exactly. But so I can always eat steak. But then would a vegan want to, I mean, obviously we haven't got any vegans here at the moment, but would a vegan want to actually kill a cow just because it's creating too much pollution? They wouldn't, would mm. they? No, but what they'd want to see is a, is a gradual reduction. So rather than, you know, let the existing stock run through and then start to reduce the number of cows that are breeding. Mm. Mm. So essentially you, you wean society off of the products. And I think you've touched on a good point, and that is not just with this kind of activism, it's all activism. People want to snap their fingers and yeah. have yeah. the change happen overnight. And people forget how long it takes for things to change, not only right. within governments, but within society. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still talking about women's rights issues some 40, 50 years after the movements first kicked off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we can't solve what, for me, are seemingly simple issues, how are you suspecting the world barge to suddenly stop and turn around? It's just, it can't happen. And it is, it's the ways and means you go about doing it. And, in what we have both discussed, and well, all three of us discussed, is the fact that it will fade out of people's memory. This, and 
unfortunately, what could linger a lot is the fact that he's just got people's backs up. Yeah, yeah exactly. And and the good will be lot. The good valid point they're trying to make about changing the way uh, society acts and pollution will will probably fade. Well, I fear it will fade, and it will end up just being this thing of people feeling wound up and annoyed by it. Yeah, and it would just be... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it would just be another another reason, and, you know, I don't mean this in a negative way, in a sense, but, you know, it's another reason for the older generation to also go, oh, bloody millennials and stuff like that as well, you know, and it's kind of... I don't know, I get sick of hearing that. Mm. Because every generation... Every generation has changed something. Yes. You know. And it was funny, they interviewed um, a tearful old grandma um, mm-hmm. in her country pile uh, because she was there. And it turns out she's an original CND protester from the 80s who mm-hmm. chained herself to Aldermarsh Green Fence to stop the, the, the nuclear bombs. Yeah. You know, so some of these are lifelong militants from the oh, left, yeah. you yeah. know, and they they firmly believe in what they believe in, but... When you see the same faces at different protest marches, you kind of get the feeling this could all change for you tomorrow and you'll still find something to rally against. Yeah. You know, you're you're determined to die angry rather than die satisfied you were part of the momentum that made a change that may not happen until after you've died. Mm. And that's my biggest gripe with the people on the left and on the right who have hold these extremist views mm. on every, on all topics, whether it's the gun rights, whether, you know, Americans should have the right to bear arms, you know, it, it's the, the expectation of what they want and when they want it. It's, mm. That's what I find so frustrating. Mm. And that's my cod wallet for this week. Okay. That was beautiful. <laughs> Keeping it light as always. <laughs> no, because that actually was, that was good because we all had some very good points to be made mm. on that. I mean, I kind of sat back a little bit because, you know, I, I don't know every, you know, like I haven't been watching the news and things like that, but obviously we've all got our own viewpoints on it. So I think that's good that we, we feel comfortable enough that we can just sort of say what we feel and not feel like any three of us are going to get offended. Sorry. Obviously, sorry if any of our listeners do, but... Uh, Although I trust our listenership to not be offended and not to take things yeah, personally. Yeah, I think that as well. As we're highly opinionated individuals, they yeah. should know that. <laughs> but but the, the, the valid point there is, and this is something we've seen far too much across the board, is that people are allowed to have opinions. Mm. And you can if someone has a different opinion to you, fair enough. Respect it. You might disagree with it. But don't jump down someone's throat and start threatening death and things upon them just because they have a different opinion. As I've said, I don't agree that the way these climate people have done things, but they've done it. You know, it's what that's they want to do. Isn't that the paradox of the freedoms that we enjoy, whether that's freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom to yeah. demonstrate? Oh, absolutely it is. Absolutely is. People express that freedom that they have, and then people who don't agree with that freedom get pissed off and shouty and outragey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like, well, it's like, well, hang on, they're entitled to do that, whether you agree with it or not. And that's the kind of paradox why you can't get too wound up with yeah. opposing views, even if it is abhorrent and is not a widely held and belief, nor should it be by society. It's just yeah. unfortunate that the ugly side has exactly the same right as the, as the pretty side to say and do things. Correct. And who, and the thing is, who, who is, who are you or who are I or who is anybody to say? 
that that's ugly, that's that's right. You know, mm. each person sees something in a different way. Mm. And it's, it sort of leads me to another um well kind of you know, like it's kind of a different scenario, um, but very similar to what Andy was just saying, with regards Ooh. to I don't know if um well you probably you probably didn't notice it on Twitter, but you may have done. There is a a gentleman who he he's on YouTube and he put out a video watching Star Wars and Oh yes. Mm. Yeah. And um he was he was crying, he got really got really, really emotional about it. It was he was watching the trailer for the newest film and mm. he was just was absolutely overjoyed at what he was watching. And he was. He was getting emotional and whatnot. And it wasn't Kevin Smith. And it wasn't Kevin no. Smith, no. <laughs> but then this girl turned it around. She was kind of like a, almost like, you know, high school bully girl kind of thing. Mm. She So it was like the bullies attacking the nerds again. She went on Twitter, reposted his video, put in, you know, like really slanderous, horrible things about him. And, you know, like, and then it was like all of these different, you know, throughout the chain of the conversation, all these people were sort of like attacking this guy because, you know, like they were saying, oh, he's such a, like, not a pusshole, but, you know, that kind of thing. Because he's got that thing that he really, really loves and really, really enjoys. And it just, it made me sad because, but at the same time, it was really good because a lot of comic book people sort of came up behind him. And started defending him, you know, sort of like just saying that, you know, you have your passion, you do what you want to do, you know, and sod whatever other people say. But at the same time, he did obviously get quite hurt by the comment, the negative comments that were said, because us nerds are very sensitive. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I... I know the tweet you're on about, and I think I saw it retweeted by another one who got attacked. Mm. So that person was then attacked because I think they have also done some homophobic things in the past. Yeah. I, reading through that person's timeline and reading through the response, it was kind of difficult for me to gauge what type of individual was retweeting. It was an attack retweet like yours yeah. was. Um, and I watched the video and because it bemuses me, this, this whole reaction trend. Yeah, it amuses me. It. I'm just like, why, why, why am I watching you have a re- react? What am I getting from this? What's you know? Yeah. Why? But it's it's not for me. I get it. So yeah. But then, did and you- I came away from from sorry on the video. Yeah. I was like, oh bless him. Exactly. He, I wish I wish I could be that emotionally attached to something in my life because I'm not. I I could not express that level of emotion against anything other than a family loss and a family joy you know that's that's passion that's where my passion kind of stops um so it was i was just looking at bemused and but i was like i personally would have posted that video and i personally wouldn't have retweeted it and i think you're a dick for retweeting it and i think you're you're brave for posting a reaction video knowing just how horrible the world is but if you want to live in an echo chamber whether you're posting that video you're posting it to your echo chamber to like-minded people when you're getting that gratification mm. and that kudos. When you're retweeting, you're retweeting to your echo chamber. So the view that you're expressing nine times out of 10 is going to be received in a positive manner by your echo chamber. Yeah. is when it escapes your echo chamber, 
that's when the fighting happens. So I just look yeah. at it like I look at any kind of social media fight, roll my eyes and go, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. And you can see it's why. Just, it's one yeah. big high school. That's, and you said it, you know, yeah. like high school bully. To me, that's how I'd now look at social media. It's one big high school playground. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I put, because I actually did post from the Cod's Wallet page, because I just felt like, I, not that I wanted to get involved, but I wanted to kind of, I don't know, you know, defend the guy as well. You know, I didn't want, like, I didn't want the limelight or anything like that, but, you know, just, um, you know, sort of backseat driver, I suppose. But Adding to the noise, as I as I put it. Because that's what sometimes I am wanting to respond yeah. to these, either in positive, neutral, or negative manner. But then I just take a step back and go, this has already got 600 replies. Yeah, I suppose. What, why, add, why add to the noise? Yeah. Because the person who I'm talking to on this tweet is not going to read it and not going to respond. So all I'm doing is just venting my spleen and I feel good about myself because I I did something that never actually had any impact. No, but I think it's just like from from a school time I think it sort of stems back to when people were bullied at school. And you know oh, yeah, like, I was and, bullied at school. And, yeah, no, I was, I was. And um what I was gonna say was and you just felt so alone because you didn't have a massive amount of people around you to help you to stand up to the people and i think that's why maybe you know i i wear my heart on my sleeve you you guys probably know that and um you know like i i think i think if there's something unjust going on i want to kind of stand behind the person and show them that i actually do support them i think it's because i'm still analog and i mean that as in if i can physically see you and physically touch you i will give you the support and I'll be there for right. you. Yeah. You know, I'll put my arm around you. I'll stand in front of you. I'll take the bullets, whatever. Because I'm analog. In a digital world, I don't have that same attachment. It's still mm. something on, an, on the other side of a door in my life. And I can just open that door and I can be abstract from it. Because whilst I may have a digital connection to someone, I don't feel digital. So even if someone else has that feeling of, oh, you know, Andy cares, Andy genuinely, and, and I do, you know, when I talk to people offline, and I'm, I mean offline is in no one else can see it, like in the DMs, yeah. what I'm saying yeah. is genuine, is true, because that's a one-on-one connection. But in into that ether, into the outside, it it feels disingenuous to me, because it's, but I think it's because I'm still analog in the way that I look at the world. I haven't quite transitioned and can straddle both the digital and analogue world yeah, that's, seamlessly. That's fair enough. Because I'm Eeyore and I'm negative. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tigger and I'm Bouncy. Yay, let's yeah. turn it back and up. And that's it. And I think it comes down to personality types as well. Yeah. But I'd like to I'd like to know that you you would uh you know, run to my aid if I needed you to and James's aid, because you know <laughs> I'll do my best, but, you know, if yeah. it's an, an hour's drive, it's going to be quite a long run. I mean, <laughs> I would do my best to support people, but I get, I do understand, I mean, you can see, in a sense, why this guy posted, you're right, it's the, you know, it's his ballpark of people, isn't it, that will yeah, but it's respond also, to things. It's so and it's a big thing. Reaction videos are a big thing on YouTube. Yeah. And you ask the question, Andy, why do people watch them? I never got it at first, but to be fair, it's 
to me, I really dig them because they're kind of like there's an addictive quality to watching them. Mm. But it's also I love seeing the happiness that people get yeah. when they're uh, watching a trailer. And that's it because you, I guess, you have that connection. You have that love of whatever it is that's being. Mm. Maybe not all of the time. No, but you know, maybe Star Wars is something that ticks your box. Whether the uh, the start game, no, the end game for Avengers. Um, is something that ticks your box. So you want to see those reaction videos because you want to join in the excitement. Yeah. Mm. And just like you saw going around Twitter and Instagram, that plea from the Russo brothers, Rosso brothers. Was it not spoiled? Yeah. 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 And I, sh- I, was, I just laughed and rolled my eyes. It's like, we have to live in a world yeah. where that has to happen. <laughs> Fuck me. Where is that island? I'm going. <laughs> I'm not even going to wait for the first person to successfully sue someone for catching a cold. You know, that bar is now quite low. I think I need to, you know. Now, I tell you what, let's wait and see if anybody tries to sue anybody for ruining Endgame for them. <laughs> yeah. I No, I bet someone will try it. I bet they will. We need to, the answer. We need to bring yeah. that up as a topic, and we need to debate that as a topic if that happens, okay? I think it will happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I have a... I'm very mixed view on it. I I don't like the fact that the guy was called out for for, for wearing his heart on his sleeve and being so emotional. But I think also when you are putting yourself out, like we are putting ourselves out on this medium, mm-hmm. we have to know in the back of our mind that at any point, whether in context or out of context, anything that we say can be used detrimentally against us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to be prepared for that and, you know, you have to own it. So... You can't throw a hissy fit, and I don't think other people can throw hissy fits on your behalf. It's, I don't know. Until I'm in that situation, I might feel very different when I'm in the middle of a shitstorm. Yeah. And I hope someone will pull me up on it, but ultimately, it's out there in, in the public domain, so I have to take it on the chin whether I like it or not. People will take the piss out of me. People will agree with me. Whatever. Yeah. That's life. Exactly. And I think also the other side of it with this, at least anyway, is that, you know, like if you did turn around to me and you said to me, look, that thing that I said about such and such, can you please take it out for me? And you, you have said, so, you know, before, you know, you thought yeah. that a friend might get offended or whatever by something that you'd said. Turned out the friend didn't really care. But, you know, still, yeah. you you contacted me. It came out. Or I think you took it out yourself, yeah. actually, didn't you? You did your own little bit of editing. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was no, that was I self-edited one episode, that, the episode that I recorded. I yeah. self-edited, and then there was one where James and I recorded, and then you jumped in, yeah. and I said something I didn't wasn't happy with. Yes, mm. yeah. That you then took out. Yeah, which is fine. And then I took a story out of another episode that I didn't have permission to tell that I could then tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, Andy, yeah. just think before you speak. Yeah. No, never. I never want you thing. to think. It's self-censoring, isn't it? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's knowing. It's self-censoring. <laughs> thing is, I and I can't self suffer fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, I never want you to start thinking before you speak because the funniest part is when you don't think before you speak. Yeah. You just blurt it out. <laughs> exactly. But, but what a terrible thing it is that people have to self-edit themselves so much. Yeah. With the fear of I might upset somebody by saying some little thing, you know, it's it's uh... yeah, it's just because I I know that I can I can be taken out of context. I you know it's I'm quite dark. I I do say things I don't mean. Mm-hmm. So it's very good. I, mm. Sorry, go well, on. Then. We were talking about weight basically, and I wasn't happy. You don't have to repeat it, what, Andy. No, I no, I think it's I think it's, I think it's good. Okay. To sort of, to say it, you know. 
to show the examples really, but it's, I wasn't happy with, um, my reply to the question of, of, of weight in general. I thought it was a very laddish thing to say, and I'm not a lad, so I didn't want to come across as being something that I'm not. Lad, lad, lad. lad. Yeah. Lad, lad, lads. I'm not one of those. And I will say things that come across very laddish, but people who know me know that that's not me. Yeah. And I can never trust that a hundred percent of whoever is ever listening to this knows that, mm. even if the majority do. You've always got to, like, like all the laws in the land are to protect the majority from the minority. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what it was. Yeah. You know? well, it's so. always like, we're all kind of putting on a, a performance, but we're all being ourselves, but we're putting on yeah. a performance of ourselves because it's like at the beginning of the episode, like quite often I'll go, right, happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. And we put, any negative well <laughs> Andy doesn't but Andy turns it from 11 to yeah <laughs> um, yeah so me and James put any negativity behind us that might have gone on in our lives or whatever so that we can talk openly but happily you know on, on the so podcast. we can talk some cults for them yeah I tell you what, I don't think we've ever talked about um, what a load of cod swallow for so long. Yeah, yeah we're on forty-two that's, that's minutes at this point. <laughs> it's fine. We might as well just keep. Let's just plough on. I was going to say Get it was down. actually it was actually really interesting. So please, don't say sorry. I don't want you to. Say no, no, sorry. no. It's like what other topics? You know, let's plough on. Let's yeah. just keep the momentum of codding going. Okay. Well, because uh, I didn't have one. I'm on this the week, high horse. So. I might as well make use of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, mine wasn't really anything, but it was kind of like, you know, medication. You know, uh, it, well, basically it happened the other day that I, I took some tablets and sometimes what I can do is I can take the tablets without a drink. So, okay. yeah. So put the tablets in my mouth, thought I could do it, you know, but obviously I realized then that my mouth was pretty dry. I had to run into the kitchen and then it was like the horrible taste of medication, you know, like, you know, it's like that horrible paracetamol. Paracetamol? <laughs> oh, do, you, do you know what does it for me is that like people like J, J, G, GSK and Pfizer seem to think the whole world love fucking banana. So most pills that I take have a back taste of banana. Is okay. they, they coat it in that sugar outer layer. What pills do you take? Oh, you know. These Viagra. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're blue. They're blue and shiny. I tell you, if it's, if it's to help with, with uh, to, to make you more sunny and optimistic, you need new pills. <laughs> no, it's, it's normally the ibuprofens that are coated in like a banana taste. Because oh, I've always. Yeah, I've, I've noticed like a, a fruity, fruity yeah. taste to them, but not not necessarily banana. But then I suppose that's because you don't we'll go back to an old episode again. But that's because you don't like banana, isn't it? So you mm -hmm. wouldn't pick up on the the taste of it. My banana senses, yeah, a tingling. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was Eric. <laughs> no, you yeah. don't. Why would you want yeah. to be Eric, who has to eat a banana to become a banana man? <laughs> because then I would become. Banana man. Mm. And then you would destroy all bananas. Yes. Yeah, but then you'd never Thank be able to myself. turn into banana yeah, man again, though, would you? That's the one superhero I'd always wanted to be, was either that or Super Ted. <gasps> yes. Yeah, okay. Why? Because I was just, I just loved them when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And they just seemed, they seemed to hold the values. I used to love Banana Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't want to live down Arcadia Road, Arcacia Road. 
I can remember bits of it, but... Oh, you, you just put yourself down a YouTube black hole later after the episode. <laughs> what about Danger Mouse as well? Stay up all night watching every episode. Yeah. I don't think I could cope with Penfold. Yeah. 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 I'd, it, they would have to be like, Penfold, just just go to the quiet place, just out my face. You know, you know I'm not good with other people. No, I know. You know so <laughs> I don't need a partner in crime. No, you'd, you'd probably want to be the... Um, frog. Because even Scotty from... Yeah, you'd be Baron Greenback, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because like, even with Super Ted, I'd have to deal with Spotty, and that is a real big issue. Yeah. Because Spotty is worse than Penfold, so in hindsight, no, I wouldn't be Super Ted. Which other superheroes were a bit lonely? You'd have Texas Pete to hang around with, though, if you went to the, to the dark side. I don't know that one. No. Texas Pete was the bad guy, wasn't he, in Super Ted? Guy in Super Ted, yeah. Oh, okay. But do you know, I haven't got... Massive, massively strong memories of Super Ted, to be honest. You're a young'un, aren't you? I am a baby. Yeah. Oh, do you know I'd love to have been as a kid? Uh, well, just not as a kid, but you know, if I could be something as a, ironically as a cartoon character, it would have been the fairy from Wisp in the Willows. Willow the Wisp. Oh, I kind of remember that as well. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. In <laughs> Willow the Wisp, was that was Kenneth Williams, wasn't it? That was, yeah. He was the wisp. Was there a weird thing that was like a TV? Yeah, Agatha. <laughs> wow. You do have good recall. Oh, yeah. I used to love it. I used to love uh, Willow the Wisp. Did she, did she wear a pink dress and blue hair? Yeah. Aww. She was just the worst fairy in the world. She really was. So for, cool. for Halloween, that is who you should dress up as, Andy. For the Halloween episode? Yes. Yeah. That we won't we won't video. That only I can see. No, because we're going to get together. We're going to get together, and we're going to do that one together so that we can see you. Yeah. We can all dress up as hair. characters. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel the headache coming on. Andy, I think we've lost you. No, I'm still here. Okay, because it's still with us. very crackly. Then a wee oh, bit on the crackle crackle fact. You got the crackles. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and pop. Yes, I took us down an 80s... Um... Rabbit hole. It was cool. I liked yeah. it. What about Trapdoor? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Want well, to look in that trapdoor? Do you remember Why Don't You? Because it's something down there. Yes, I do. You know you know, you can't ask me a question mid-song, Andy. Come on, I have to finish the song before. <laughs> I know I'm deaf, but I don't need to be deaf. Oh, up. shush. I can sing. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a bad singer. I'm not the world's greatest singer, but I'm not a bad singer. You're you're a million times better than my singing, <laughs> and you're a million times better than James's. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've yet to hear James singing offline. You've <laughs> you've been subjected to it for me. Yeah, I think I might still have some audio. I'll um, forward it on if I do. <laughs> it might have gone in the bin well, though. <laughs> What are you punishing him for? <laughs> well, he seems eager and keen that he wants to hear it, so... <laughs> this is the Christmas stuff. I was incredibly ill at the time as well. I couldn't breathe properly. You were. You, to be fair, you were. And that's why that's why I didn't use it, because I figured that you weren't very well when you were singing it. Yeah. Compared to this... <gasps> so I'm trying to breathe in. It definitely, it definitely did sound like pubescent boy. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to listen. That's not something I want found on my laptop if I suddenly die overnight. <laughs> Come, they told me, pa-ra-pa-pum-pum. Pa-ra-pa-pum-pum. Yeah. 
A newborn king to sing. That was going to be the song, though. We were going to duet it. It was. It was. I was not at my best, unfortunately. No, you weren't. And that that is why I didn't use it. So, yeah, I saved you for that. See? See, listeners? Thank you. See what I do? (laughs) I think what will happen is Jim will release that at some point. No, because I really did. I deleted it. Oh, yeah. All right. That bad. (laughs) No, not that bad. I just didn't want, you know, like it. I was just that I knew that I wasn't going to use it because it wasn't fair to you to use it. Okie dokie. Because you went very well. And so I wouldn't ever overdo that. Like to not, you know, I would never sort of spring it on you. I'd always ask you before anything went. Anyway, so we are two very different people. I know, I know. <laughs> Andy'd be saving up to blackmail me. Yeah, I know. No, it'll just be slowly eked out over multiple different episodes, just little snippets here and there. <laughs> I will get James singing again, though. Maybe, but I've got a James-related um, what a load of cods wallop. Yeah. Oh, what's he done to you? Oh, ah, no, it will be revealed. Oh so, God! Brace yourself, I'm sure Andy. May uh, know. James. I- yeah, yeah, I did it again. I'm Sorry, sure yeah. <laughs> whoever you are, I want to talk. Yeah, well, you've been talking loads. My turn. My turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk too. Yeah. Me talking, me talking. Okay. Andy, the floor is all yours. So, what have I done, Andy? So, no, no, it's not what you've done, but it relates to you because I was thinking of you uh, when I was thinking of it. Okay. So, so that sounds really kinky. And then I threw the sock in the laundry basket. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, so I'm sure listeners know that, you know, I listen to a fair few podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and a lot of them are advertised. And recently, some of the big, bigger podcasts have started to do adverts for the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my cod's wallop is. So three are currently sponsoring the TED the TED talks, which is like the the small sort of snippets of the some of the talks. Yes, and it's some American voice artist doing the three UK advert. And anyone who listens from another country to another country's adverts, they seem very strange. They don't work on us with the delivery style. Yeah. Okay. And I just think if you're going to do UK specific adverts, use UK voiceover artists yeah you know if you're going to do it for very true france use french or you know if you're going to do it for australia or any other english-speaking language country get a native from that country in their accent with their delivery style for that market because i don't know how you feel but sometimes i listen to some of the american adverts and i feel like i'm being lectured to or being spoken down to sometimes with the the, it's more the big national chain Mm. adverts not like the the, the ones that the, the people read out themselves. Yeah. Um, it's more where, you know, they've gone for production. Mm. I think, um, you know, so I think that be- is just a kind of accent and nationality kind of thing as well, though, isn't it? Mm. Quite often. Well, no, but I, I've never heard the kind of phrases in the, in UK advertising of if you're anything like me, no. then blah, 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 blah. And that is the very much, yeah. and I don't like that. You, the, you are no, you're not me. I'm an individual, so I don't lead your pristine life of having a massive fuck off kitchen and the ability to have fresh produce delivered to me daily. You know, I'm not a busy working mother. 
you know, buying That's them. That's not Blue Apron by any chance, is it? <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I can't I, wait for Blue Apron to um, sponsor us, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, and then there's another one for Britta. Yeah, that's, um, yeah my Blue Apron Britta deal's just fallen through. Has this my wallet yeah, to fill the deal? Yeah. <laughs> and remember, I, I will be positive. If anyone wants to sponsor us, I'll be lovely and positive about your product. Okay. Thank but, you for lying. But the other one is, yeah, <laughs> it was convincing. Yeah. Because the other one that's more recent is the Britta one. Um, where they talk about saving millions of bottles of plastic going to US landfill. And I'll just come away from that going, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm, in fact, I'm going out now to get 40 gallons in one gallon containers. <laughs> She's going back to those eco protesters, isn't it, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it always comes back to them. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying with my, you know, I'm walking past them with my non recyclable plastic. Just throw that in the bush. <laughs> Where's that seagull? Right, ram that head in there. <laughs> so I guess we're off the topic of my medication then. <laughs> yeah, can we re- let's return to that topic. But thanks no. for thinking, Andy. No, because we'll, I was, we'll I was done out really. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I am sorry, it's making you still feel like shit. Yeah. Because the, the side effects should have warmed off by now. Have you gone back to the GP in all seriousness and said, look, I'm getting these side effects still? Yeah. I have, I oh, have. And the then you were talking to me then, weren't you? Because I know that Andy, um, God's sake. Whoever I am, me in the yeah, corner. No, yes. don't worry. You, um, you'll hear you on last week's episode that I kept calling um, Andy James. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm missed. <laughs> yeah, no, I have been back. I have been back to the uh, doctor. And unfortunately, it's just a side effect, so I just have to kind of get on with it. It's, it's not as bad as it was in the first few weeks. Um, so it has definitely eased off a lot, but then when it hits me, it hits me pretty hard. Like the other day, I, well, the other day, I don't know what that was, but yeah, I just felt really dizzy and woozy and I just, I couldn't focus, you know. In the, um, 16 page pamphlet that they normally stuff into drugs. Yeah. Are are those side effects listed? Uh, yes. And where, where does it fall in the listing? Because normally they give you like four or five different bands of, don't worry if you get yeah. yeah it's pretty much those mm, is that yeah. right? okay so it's not in the yeah and you may want to pack an overnight bag if you're feeling this <laughs> yeah I if think... you're bleeding if you are bleeding from the eyes please consult <laughs> yeah. your gp yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well i'll i'll have another check um but i know yeah. that the symptoms that i've got uh, are the minor ones so to speak yeah um, so that no, you could then just have, suck it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then for me, it's like at the moment because I'm taking. I, I, I'm just so sick of you know. Like I was saying the other day, I was like, can I not just change my body? Can I just take my soul out of me because I quite like who I am and change me into a new body <laughs> that's just like fixed. <laughs> <laughs> but are these long-term side effects that you're going to be feeling, or is it just this is just a short period of time that you've got to go through this? Yeah, it is a short period of time, but it's kind of like if I overeat, then it can make me feel a bit sick. But it's like mm. kind of getting that, getting to know that balance of okay, I need to stop eating now. Yeah, you know. So, um, which I'm, which I'm getting, and but each oh, week it's it kind constant of, struggle. Each week it kind of makes it. A little bit, you know, like shrinking my stomach sort of thing. So, yeah. But you'll find that there are foods that you will just naturally overeat. I'm chili con carne. I know that I shouldn't have more than three tacos. 
Yeah. And I wonder why after my eighth that suddenly the first two are now starting to kick in and swell. Yeah. That actually I'm in for a very long and uncomfortable night. Yeah. You know, but everything else I can just go, oh, that's enough. Because, no, that will start to expand and I feel like shit. But Yeah. Pasta's yeah. mine. Chili con. Pasta's your kryptonite. Yeah, I love pasta. Yeah. Uh, and spaghetti bolognese and things like that. So, you know, what goes with it? Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I was thinking with pasta, um, what, do you guys know much about cultural appropriation? Oh, God, no. Don't start on this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't even really know what that means. It, mean, it means doing something from another culture, and but doing it in your culture's way, generally. Oh, okay. Yes. Or acting... So, like, the the big cultural appropriation that was last year was the white prom girl in an Asian, the traditional Chinese dress was was considered cultural appropriation. Okay. As is singing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, apparently, <laughs> by the English rugby fans, is considered cultural appropriation <sighs> for slavery songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this is very, you know, in the grand scheme of things, mine is very much a, a first world cultural appropriation problem so i like to play around and cook and my like so for my dinner tonight i think i culturally appropriated something and it's it's an abomination that should never be repeated Mm -hmm. i was going to get your guys views on that and that of our italian or italian origin based listeners okay and then i'll tell you what i had and then we can compare (laughs) okay yeah no worries so this is my like comfort quick and easy dish that I do, and I call it pasta alla bar. Okay. Okay. I'm so original. And other people might do this. I might not I might not be unique in this, but so I get... In your house, it's your dish. It's my dish. It's, it's what people know me for, uh, as like, Andy's going to cook and it'll be ready in 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, so it's generally stuffed tortellini, and I generally go for the cheese and ham tortellini. Okay. So I cook that up. And um, sometimes I'll fry off some salami in a separate plan, uh, so pepper German salami or smoked bacon, mm-hmm. and then drain off the tortellini, throw it in with the meat, stir it around, and then add cheese, but I don't add parmesan. I add, like, mature cheddar <laughs> on top, <laughs> melt it all down, so it's basically just like a nice sort of crispy little bit of pasta. You've got the crispy salami, all the peppers come off. Or you've got the, the all the bacony bits, and then you've got like the gooey cheddar cheese, and I'll just shove that in a bowl, and then I eat it. Um, but today I used um, black pudding or blood pudding for our Ooh. international audience and nice. bacon mardons, oh. uh, cheese and ham tortellini, with some cheddar cheese, and it was absolutely delicious. And I just sat there eating it, and it just occurred to me when. I could never show this to an Italian nor serve it to Italian. Do you know what? I was about to get in my car and just drive to your house and until you said the blood pudding or whatever it's called. Ignore the non-believer. Ignore the non-believer. Yeah. No. I'd eat that. I did like like the sound of it all until you said about the, um, what's it called? Blood, is it? It's not blood pudding, is it? Black pudding. It's black pudding. pudding. Yeah. Rest of the world knows it as. Blood sausage or yes. yeah, yeah, or, or uh, black pudding as we know it as. So yes. yeah. yeah, um, if you took that out, everything else that you had, yum, yeah, B- for me. But yeah, um, I'm just going back to the point of I can't eat blood. Yeah, I mean, no. when I'm feeling ultra deluxe, I'll add some, I'll make a cream sauce out of it all. But that's like when I'm feeling proper dirty. Um, but I don't think any feeling Italian saucy. would eat that. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, very good, Gemma. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Sailor. <laughs> Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> so, yeah, just mince out with my pinny on. Um, yeah, but I don't think I could ever serve that to an Italian, nor could I ever suggest that to, to an Italian to ever eat. I think that is me appropriating their delicious food and making it into an, a tasty abomination. Okay. But do you know what the answer is? Oh, my, my thought on that is, if you like it, eat it. Oh, yeah. Mm. But which, if how would you feel serving that to someone? I, I, I'm trying to imagine how I would feel if someone served me something English of their own twist that they absolutely enjoyed and thought was wonderful, and I just thought that you have just absolutely ruined a Yorkshire pudding. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, our friends are Italian. I'll ask them what they think of that meal. Yeah. I don't give them my address because I don't want to make them up outside. <laughs> Just escalating with their hands furiously. Yeah, they do a very certain hand, certain hand gestures in a real mess. Yes. My Sicilian friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lover of all things Italian as well, so I don't want to piss off any Italians. Definitely not, no. I still want to be welcome after we uh, exit the EU. <laughs> yeah, whenever that may be. Yeah. Halloween, apparently. Um, that's why we should do a Halloween episode. We should yeah. talk about the <laughs> EU on Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could have our own Brexit party podcast. We could. Ooh. Actually, no. Let's let's reorder those words. Okay. We could have a party on Brexit. We could yes. have a commiseration yes. party. Because mm. we don't want to be ever affiliated to the Brexit party. No. No, we do not. No. This, this, Uncle Nige. Yes, this podcast stands by, we should have remained. But mm, yeah, we are firm remainers. We are, but yeah. And we remain in that position. Yes, we do. But there's now all we can do about it, unfortunately. So Correct. talking about dinner tonight, and this might blow your little minds. So I had sausage chips. Very nice so nice. far, yeah. Mm. Mm. Salad. <laughs> That's not bad. That's okay. <laughs> no, I know, but it was just so weird because I was like, but this. Uh, sausage and chips usually goes with like baked beans or peas or something like that. <laughs> Not salad. <laughs> but what you could have done more logically is have the salad first as like a starter. I know, it was all on the same plate, James. You know. Well, that's the only way I was going for the logic. Yeah. Did you have a Diet Coke as well? Did I have a Diet Coke? Yeah, to go with the salad. No, it's drink as usual. <laughs> Okay, that landed badly. Yeah, yeah, I got it, but, you know. I didn't. <laughs> it's a bit like earlier when I had to explain my joke that was really good. <laughs> yeah. I oh, know, mine wasn't good. Mine was bad. Yeah, I think what Andy meant is so when people are eating things that are tad unhealthy. Oh, uh, right. Mean, so say, I'll have a Diet Coke or... Oh, okay, no. Or some such. No, it was just a It was just a quick meal. It was, uh, we had to mm. throw something together kind of quick because... Uh, uh, I was recording, and oh, the other person was going There's nothing out, wrong so. with sausage and chips. Sounds good. Oh, they were chip shop sausage and chips. No, they weren't. Oh, but they were still yummy. That's yum, the ultimate. Yum. Oh, nice bit of thick, fresh white bread, sausage, oh. chip, butty. Oh. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that tomorrow, because there's four sausages left. I'm hoping that we're going to have toad in the hole. Oh, nice. <sighs> International listeners, you just have to Google that because it is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So. It sounds as good as it tastes. Yeah. Tastes as good as it sounds. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do with frogs or toads or anything like that. I'll ruin the mystery. <laughs> or has it? <laughs> yeah. That's what our sausages are made of, didn't you know? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, James, did you just try to pun then? Have we successfully drowned out a pun? I said ribbit. <laughs> oh, okay. He was just riveting. Oh. Riveting on. Riveting on as always. Oh, yes. <laughs> High five, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found a couple of stories that we could possibly discuss. Let rip. So I've got five different stories in front of me. Okay. I'll read the titles. And then because of my atrocious, atrocious reading after the last episode, I'm going to ask James or Andy, whoever wishes to do so, to read the article <laughs> because I don't want to put the listeners through my reading again. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so the first story is drunk woman left with £300 bill after accidentally ordering Uber to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piranhas found in Yorkshire Lake where ducks have vanished and children play. James, I think you need to cover that one. Being yeah, a Yorkshire that, man. I'll take that one. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, next one. Woman who consummated marriage to a zombie doll says people think it looks like a dead child. What the? <laughs> um, and then finally... Cleaners found a house filled with 400 bags of human poo and 200 <laughs> 250 <laughs> bottles of pee. I've dealt with worse in my old job. Okay. Did you not want to discuss about the man who paid a flatmate 170 quid to cut his penis off in a drunken bid to go viral? I want you to read that one. <laughs> I, I do. I want to. I definitely want to hear that one. I want to hear. The piranhas found in the Yorkshire Lake. Also, the the woman who consummated her marriage with a bloody zombie doll. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be pretty fucked up, but yes. But Andy, yes, if you've got one about somebody who has lobbed off their woolly, then you carry on. Well, it's from the same page that you sent me, so you know, don't be judging. <laughs> I wasn't judging. <laughs> yeah, Andy's not into that shit. Yeah. Oh, no, it's too painful for me. <laughs> so, this is from the Metro, uh, from Joe Roberts, uh, published on the uh, 13th of April. Oh, okay, I've got it now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, just giving credit and letting the people the sources and how fresh this is. And the, the picture is of a man with his hands held over the, the groin area, just so that yes. they know that. It's important. It's important. These things are important, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll, he'll be feeling very impotent. Yeah. <laughs> so a British man allegedly paid his fat mate 200 euros or 170 pounds at the time of publishing to cut his penis off and promised him more <laughs> if the footage of the amputation went viral. Oh, my God. Yeah, the 33-year-old English teacher was seen bleeding heavily in the northern Spanish city of Zaragoza last month. I'm sorry to all of Spain if I've just mispronounced that. I apologise profusely. He's done worse. <laughs> yeah, I've done worse to other regions. Yeah. Sparking a bizarre police investigation. His mutilated penis was discovered in a bag at his home after officers reportedly followed a trail of his blood to the flat. According to local reports, an operation to reattach the man's penis has been successful. His flatmate was detained by the police, but the expat reportedly did not want to press charges and waived his right to compensation before flying back to Britain, hopefully with a certain towel between his legs. <laughs> well, <don't>. he emerged this. <laughs> I'll just wait for the applause to finish. Carry on. Bask, Andrew, bask. Yeah. 
Basque. Oh, that's a, that's a good oh, region. Wait, I was going to say, but that's a bit of a Spanish <laughs> problem. Yeah, we don't discuss that at all. We do. Yeah. We are not discussing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And where do you stand on the Basque separatists? Yeah. <laughs> now carry on it with the story. This week, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it emerged this week that he offered the Spaniard money to carry out the stunt. The unnamed Brit planned to film the amputation and share it online and would pay his flatmate more money if it proves an online hit. It's believed he promised him between two and a half thousand euros, that's £2,165 sterling. Everyone else, you can work that out. Yep. <laughs> and 5000 or 4325 sterling, depending on the number of hits. Footage is said to have been erased, although it's not made clear if it was done before or after it went online. The pair reportedly drank four bottles of wine and took a valium to muster up the courage before going through with the amputation. Oh my god. Police initially said the expat had harmed himself and were not looking for anyone else in connection with the incident. Guys, guess what but we're doing for our 100th episode? <laughs> <laughs> but the case took a dramatic twist with yeah. the rest of his flatmate on March 14th after a local paper claimed he used a social networking app to search for someone to film his amputating him out amputating his penis. Mm. The 29-year-old Spaniard is being held in custody on suspicion of serious assault. He is expected to be formally charged following an ongoing probe, or oh, well, that's the wrong thing you want to be doing, <laughs> despite his alleged victim <laughs> refusing to press charges. <laughs> so, what do we think of that, guys? Well. Where's your line on going viral? I think for him, that he's discovered his line, and that is taking his own penis off. That That's a line for him. But where's your line? What line would you not cross to whore yourself out for public appreciation? I think there's probably another thing on top of that is it won't be just about hits. There'll be some sort of strange sexual kink to this, won't there? I'm convinced of it. I mean, there's not much sexual kink. I mean, there's there's a bit of a kink now. (laughs) Do you want a proper dildo? You do get people who get turned on by this sort of madness. Yeah, absolutely. Where's the line that I would cross? Wouldn't cross. Where's where is your line painted? Pretty close to me, to be honest. I wouldn't. I definitely yeah. wouldn't take a body part <laughs> yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, I, I think chopping my part, my my bits off, is probably yeah. I don't care how many hits I'm going to get. People will go. I, if you give me X money, I will tattoo your brand on my forehead. Fuck no. <laughs> Andy, Andy okay, so you won't even tattoo your brand on your leg. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can fuck off with that needle, lass. <laughs> I probably would tattoo something. Um, but it depends what, obviously. I'd have to have control on who could see it and when. Yeah. So yeah, I have the ability to cover it. So up. yeah, if I if I was able if somebody turned around to me and said tattoo X not X but <laughs> that item on you mm. and I was like other letters of the alphabet are available. Yeah. But it was in an area that I definitely could cover up. I'd probably do it. Yeah. yeah. But it depended it depended what the uh, uh depended? That's not a word, is it? It depends Dependent. Yeah. It depends what the item would be. So like if it was like a, 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 a I can't say it, swastika. Swastika or Justin yeah. Bieber. Or oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know actually. Out of the two of those I don't know what's worse, I have to say. Mm. <laughs> what about the old school Captain Bird's eye wink? So you get that. <laughs> You know what, Andy, I'll do it. Where do you want it? On my leg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's got to be somewhere with the, where it would be a, a genuine surprise for someone to see that. <laughs> see Captain Birdseye winking at you. In the pubic area. 
<laughs> Through the bushes. <laughs> Sorry. I think we've lost Gemma. <laughs> I think, oh, think Anne's hyperventilating. <laughs> oh, is, oh is this for you to die? I'm left on my own going, so... Um. <laughs> oh, oh, but that was just, that was just too funny. Andrew, I don't think you've ever made yourself laugh so hard. <laughs> breathe, Andrew, breathe. Oh. <sighs> Anyway, James, why didn't you find that as funny? <laughs> I think I think James he's gone white in horror. I'm, I, I'm amused. I'm just internalising the humour. <laughs> okay, well we need to we need to turn your laugh on. <laughs> there it is. I think James needs to pick his drawer off the floor first. <laughs> Was Tony Hart painting away in your head? Yet? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <sighs> If anyone doesn't know Tony Hart, Google it. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. I, I feel like that is the place where we need to end the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing will top that. Yeah. So from Captain Bird's Eye, we're signing off. Yeah. <laughs> These other stories go wait until another episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Right, right. Well, okay. So anyway, I've been Andy. Yeah, I think we've been talking enough gospel up you for quite yeah, We end the show. Sure have. <laughs> I think that we've been talking enough gospel up this evening <laughs> or tonight, tonight, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I am Gemma. <laughs> I'm James. Hopefully, you're not all too traumatized by this one. I love this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm from the captain. Good night. <laughs> okay. I be seeing you, lad. <laughs> I'll just keep recording for a bit longer. <laughs> oh, Andy, it hurts. Well, this is this is definitely not the one you played your aged relatives. <laughs> Gemma, we've got to find a picture of the old Captain Birdseye as the image for this week's show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think we have a... Wow, laddie, you're in for a treat tonight. <laughs> Is everyone still recorded, by the way? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, this episode needs to be called Captain Birdseye or something like that. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> Captain Birdseye. Who's in nest. those bushes? Who, who's, who's in the bushes? <laughs> oh, okay, right. Because <laughs> I really need the loo now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's Talking Cods Wallop. If you enjoyed this episode, why not go back and listen to the previous episodes? You can find Talking Cods Wallop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Cods Wallop Pod. This podcast is available on Podbean, No Phony Podcast Network, 
iTunes, Stitcher, and many other podcast mediums. Thank you for listening to our Godswallop.